I was thinking, right, if you're a girl and you're walking down the block and it's probably like eight, nine, it's getting dark. And you see a man on the same sidewalk walking towards you. Is he more threatening when he's by himself? Or if he's with a female, is he less threatening to you? Is a man less threatening when he's with a female than he's when he's by himself? I was thinking that today. I was like, maybe a lot of times people are, are not afraid if they see you with a woman. Because they feel like that's one of us or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was thinking that. Maybe just because, maybe so, but because you, I think when you see a guy with a girl, even if it's older, right? Or even if it's, or even like this, this goes back to when I remember, uh, I think our parents told us this. Or maybe I heard it somewhere, but they they said that if you're lost, if you're a kid and you're lost, like you're somewhere where you can't find your parents and you have no idea what to do, I always ask people with kids for help, not just a random person by himself. Go with someone with kids because the odds are a lot higher that they're willing to help you because they have kids themselves. themselves. So they're more likely to be good people. Yeah, to be good people. So, um that goes back to that. So you see, you see a guy with with a little kid with, with him. The 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 fear of a bad person automatically vanishes because he's got he's a child. With a kid. With him. Yeah, and you it think seems so? like so. I think it's less threatening if he's with a child. Yeah, because than you, when he's with a woman. Yeah, because if, even though even though that person it may not be threatening at all, he's just walking on the sidewalk. But just because when it's nighttime, huh? Especially as a, as a female, I'm sure when it's nighttime and you're walking by yourself. You just feel vulnerable, I feel like, right? Because I, th- I think you can just get caught up real quick. Yeah. I think it's just an, uh, it's, I think it's just an instinct to be careful. So automatically, if you're, if it's getting dark and you see a dude, right? And, walking on the walk And then also, yeah. too, it depends on how sketchy he looks. If the guy, the way I'm, I'm sure how he looks, um, and is in, uh, as far as like, uh, like bummy. If, cause if the dude that, the dude that looks like he got money, like, like a dude in a suit, I'm sure it has an influence. But then they were saying like, what's the dude in the suit walking down the block at 9 a.m.? I mean, 9 p.m. I know, but it seemed, what would you rather, like, it seems like, I guess, I don't know. But if I, if I'm just saying, if I'm a girl, right, and I'm walking down the street and there's a dude in a suit, and then there's like a, a sketchy bum crackhead looking dude. You're going to be like, okay, I'd rather... I think they I, will avoid him, huh? Yeah. I think they will avoid him if they can. Because they'll rather not deal with that threat. Yeah, it would just be... As far as just trying to be safe, it seems like it'd be the smart move. Because it seems like when I go by myself places, I feel like people are more intimidated. And I think... I, I don't know. There's not a lot of Mexicans here, though, where we're at. So it might be that. I don't know. But it seems like they're more intimidated than when I'm with my mom. Seems like it's cool. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe people are less intimidated when you're with a woman, regardless of you don't have to be uh, in a relationship with that person. Just just to have be accompanied by a woman. It's because it's like, I don't know, it just feels like, like I said, like you're one of us. You wouldn't allow this to fuck shit to happen. At least that's what's thought. But there's some girls who tag team 
with dudes to fuck up girls and shit like that. I seen a video. I think it was yesterday. I think it was like yesterday morning where there was this girl in the gym. And I don't know if it's a private gym. I don't know what it, I don't know what the fuck it is. But she was working out and it was nighttime. I think it was nighttime or it was super early. I don't know. And she's seen a dude knocking on the door. And she's like, oh, I went and opened the door because I was like, oh, he probably wants to work out. So I'm assuming it's like a public one, maybe. I don't know. But it, it seemed nor it sounded normal to her to let him in. And she was like the only one there. I don't know what gym type of that, but so she opened the door and then she just went back to working out. And then it shows the male approaching her and then start chasing her ass. And then they like the girl was trying to push him off and was trying to outrun him in circles and stuff. But eventually the dude got her and he like kind of like scooped her legs and like dropped her on the floor. And the girl kept fighting though. She kept fighting. And then she got up and then she like ran across like from the equipment. She got in between the equipment and then the dude stopped like chasing her and she took off running. And I'm like, women, women are so easily victims. Huh? Cause there's a lot of motherfuckers out here that will will see um will take advantage of a woman like no problem. And it's crazy. I think people like people need to get smacked the fuck up who who behave like that. You can't I, be I, treating women like that. I, I I don't know. I have no idea. I think the dude has got to have some type of like mental illness. I think that that, that might just be an excuse. I think there's a lot of sick motherfuckers out well, here. It's, it, it's not, I don't think it's an excuse. I think then it had something happened in his life where, because I don't understand how you'd be able to do it. Right. And, and think that you can get away with it or think that it's, it's even a possibility. Like why the hell would you even do that? Um, but, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how these people. I see. I seen another video, and this one was worse because it was this dude filming an Uber driver, and he was he was raping a girl in the back seat, and then the girl was probably like in her teens, and she was drunk, and the dude was like, "What the fuck you doing, man? I don't know. I don't know where the he's from." The Uber driver was recording. No, there was a dude recording an Uber driver. I don't know. He said he said oh he was he said car. something like he he, wasn't in the he car. was weird because the car was parked or something. I don't know if it was in front of his house or something. So he went outside and he checked, and the dude it was an they said it was an Uber car. Well, it was looked different from like America, but it said Uber something something, and the dude was like in the back seat. And when he pulled up, like what is re- recording, he looked and he's like, "What the fuck you doing?" Right. And the dude was like buckling his pants because he's like, sorry, man. He's like, sorry. And he's like, what are you doing, brother? I don't know what his religion is. But he's like, he was saying something to him. He's like, you're raping a girl in the back seat." But the dude didn't do anything. He just like recorded him and confronted him. And then the dude got out and then he went into the, to the passenger side, which had the steering wheel. At least, unless the video was like, you know how videos sometimes are inverted? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he got in, he turned on the car, and he took off. And the girl stayed in the car? Yeah, because she was drunk. He he went to the back seat and put the camera to the to the window and it was it was all blurred. You couldn't see. But he said he said it was a young girl. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. That's that's crazy that 
You can't trust no motherfucker. That's why women can't be out here by themselves. And if you're out here by yourself, you need to have some sort of protection, whether at least be pepper spray. And if you can, if you're old enough and responsible enough, you got to have a pistol on you. Have to. Because that's crazy. Yeah, it's because the men are way stronger. And especially the younger you are, like that ass. Sometimes I, 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 when I'm driving around and I see like little kids, boy or boy or girl, and they're in the street, I'm like, damn, like they're, the, they're vulnerable. They're, huh? they're crazy vulnerable because I like, I'm not sure if like when we were kids, right? Um, as far as the males went, they were always, we were free reign, huh? Do whatever the hell you want, go wherever you want. Nobody, they would tell us be home before it's dark type shit. But now it seems like even having, especially if you have uh, a little girl, like having her go by herself anywhere, like far away from home, like a walk, two blocks, one block, it doesn't matter. It seems you can't like trust them. I, I just don't, it don't feel, I'm like, somebody got to go with her because just in case, because nowadays I think the internet made um, all the videos and stuff like that. The internet made everyone more aware. So I'm not sure if the crime for like kidnapping like and all up. that shit has gone up, right? But because of the internet making it so known, it just seems like I'm less trusting of the world. But I'm not sure if that's justified as far as back in the day. I'm sure that shit was way crazier because there were no cameras, right? That there are people. Well, you would think, and then we were in Stockton, so you would think like. She would be worse back then, but for somehow we got away like good, no problems. But it's just like, like with shit that goes on, I'm like, cause you see that when I seen that video, like you feel like this is hella fucked up. Like, like you feel it, like it was worse. It was worse than, I don't know. It was just one of those videos that you really feel. And I'm like, like, damn, like that girl's just drunk out of her mind and she's just there unconscious. And this fool's taking advantage of her. And I'm like, people were were saying, like, you just let them leave. You just let them leave. Like, you coward and shit like that. You should have done something. Now, I'm not going to tell people whether they should or shouldn't do something, right? But because, uh, of course, I would. I would, but I know, like, what comes with that. Because once you, like, confront this man... Right. There's a lot of times if you watch like the first 48 or any like murder shit, right, where people get caught in the act and then they panic. And they're like, this dude knows now I have to kill him, especially if he's being combative or confrontational, confrontational with him. Because like, oh, shit, he's going to snitch on me. So I have to kill him. Now, if that I don't know how old that guy was. You know, I don't know how... He, the dude recording. Huh? Yeah, the dude recording. We don't know how old he was. But just, like, should he done something? I don't know. Like, I think I would have. But then, like, I, I like I don't know. It's because you can die from that shit. Because you don't know. What if he has a gun on him? He just shoots you. And it looked like it was in the middle of nowhere. So it just seems like to tell somebody to do something, I don't know. But when you see something fucked up, I feel like you have to do something. To a certain extent, I mean, you have to, but when also realizing that you can get hurt, right? And that goes with anything, even if it's like a street fight and you try to break it up, 
and motherfucker got a knife or whatever. And you never know. If you kill him and then you go to jail. Huh. Yeah, but it's, it's a, yeah, that's like that? the, that's always and the thing like of what? like just worrying about yourself. If I do this to him, this happens to me. Or if I might as well just mind my business. And that's what a lot of people think. They can acknowledge that it's wrong, but you need bravery. Huh. You just gotta accept the consequences if you wanna do it. But it seems like it seems like someone getting hurt in front of you and 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 you allowing it seems makes it makes it seem like you're guilty too. Because how you like I see I I heard of this video. Well, I heard of, somebody told me about this video of a of a girl. It was in Australia, um, and there's this, this couple that were in a park, and um, I guess they were having an issue and they were arguing, and the guy pulled a knife out, started stabbing the girl in public and people nobody were seeing nobody the shit and the girl got stabbed a shit ton of times before somebody came and, and did something but people were walking like 10 feet away and she was just screaming and nobody was doing nothing and I'm like I'm like it, it's crazy it's it's crazy The some people don't give a fuck they right in public and they don't give a fuck because they fear for their life well, it's, I'm talking about the actual the attacker. He didn't. Oh, give, he okay. didn't give a fuck. It was in public, uh, and and he, no worries. And I, it was crazy how long the video went for before somebody helped. And by uh, that time, it was too late. I think she survived. I want to say she survived, but it was a long time ago that I watched it. Uh, but it's just nowadays in the world, like you said, women have to carry some type of protection. It, whether it's like one of those freaking tasers that they yeah, you can't you can't be naked pepper spray out something you gotta have something I uh, yeah like like remember our sister said that she was at a at a grocery store and she was putting her stuff in her car and some guy came up to her and then just pulled a knife on her and told her she's by herself and the dude said like give me your money give me money or give me I don't know. So, I never heard about this. Yeah, she said that she was on on Gen C over there, and some dude came up to her and put something to her stomach, and was like, "Give me all your money," something like that. And she she froze. She didn't know what to do. She just stood there, and the guy said it like two two three times, and she, she just stood there. She didn't know what to do. And then luckily, an- another guy in a pickup truck came by, and he's like, "Is everything okay over here?" And then the guy just turned around. He had his hood on. He just turned around and walked Kept away. Walking. And walked away. And then my sister stood there for a little bit. And she's like, she she said that, look, luckily this dude, you see that that's, I'm not, that has to be God, huh? That has to be God looking out or something. Because the odds are like, of somebody just being a good person and saying something don't feel right and being, being observant to be able to pick that up and then just coming over and saying, "Hey, everything good?" Just that alone, right there, yeah. is, is is it's a blessing. Huh? Yeah, it's so crazy that it, 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 like, I don't know. It just, I'm like, oh, she, that's lucky. But if, it, I feel like if you're a girl, and you're going somewhere, like anywhere big city, anywhere with a lot of crime, if you can, you should always have an any anywhere, you not yeah. even even if you're in the safest neighborhood in the world, because. Crime happens everywhere. You know, it's just how often. And there's crazy people everywhere. 
And there's people who will take advantage of women everywhere. There's some creepy motherfuckers out here. Buying feet pics. Huh? Yeah, buying feet pics, buying whatever. whatever. I mean, it's, it's not illegal. You, if you, that's what you like, that's what you like. But doing something against someone's will, that's the fucked up part. I don't give a fuck what you do if the girl's on board with it or the dude's on board with it. I don't give a fuck how crazy y'all get. It's not my business. But just when you're doing something against someone's will is where it's the problem. I seen the video too, another one, where a girl was walking and there was a dude following her. And she's like, this dude's been following me for blocks. And she was like, um, she was like, I don't know what to do. Like this dude, I don't know, I don't know what to do. He keeps following me. He's like creepy ass dude. So she went to um, it was like at the end of the corner street. And there was a dude there. And she she like started speed walking to get like a little bit ahead of him. And then she like hit like a she hit the turn real quick and the dude was there. And she's like, she's like, um, hey, can you please act like you're my boyfriend or you're my friend? Because there's a dude following me. And the dude, like, it was very, very like subtle. And the dude got the picture immediately. He's like, Yeah, no problem. And then so they started walking together. And he's like, Yeah, how's your day? How's you been this going? I haven't seen you, stuff like that. And the dude came and he saw. And then he just kept looking at her or whatever for a little bit. And then he just left. And I'm like, see, like, see, when it comes to a man, when it comes to, but it to trust another man like that. Yeah. But it's like, uh, the, the, the odds of finding two psychos is like small. Like I would, I, I, you would have to make that. Cause it's like, what other option you got? Especially if it's the only other dude out there. Um, and I feel like the energy somehow like energy is like, you can pick up on it. And just from a quick little interaction, it was like, I don't even think she was that like descriptive of what what was going on. She was, it was very like quick and the dude understood right away. He's like, yeah, no problem. And he walked with her for a little bit and then I think he let her go. But then he kidnapped her ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because people say, honey, that you walk past a murderer or like a psycho on average, like a couple of times. Like with throughout throughout your life, or yeah, I think more often than like that. in a year, yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, because I, I used to think this all the time. Whenever I'm driving, the amount of people on the road at any given moment during the day, it makes me think like, what what does this dude do, or what is this girl going to? Like, because everybody lives in their own little bubble, and it's interesting to know. I, I always be thinking this, like, oh, is that guy a murderer, or is has is that girl is, is an arsonist or, or what, right? Because who knows? Everybody that you go through, when just driving to work, right? I'm not sure how many cars you go by. And especially like on the freeway, even going the opposite direction. There's got to be some murderers every yeah. once in a while. Or people who are going to be murderers. And I, I believe there's a lot of people who kill people and never got caught. Even in America. Like, I believe that you're, you're talking about every day now still? How many murders? How many? Like I'm saying, no, like, I'm just saying. I'm like, there's somebody who has killed somebody. Like I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm saying, like, I believe there's murderers out there who just killed one time and got away with it, and then never did shit again. And you're still a murderer. Hmm. That's why, and you you have to be careful. You can't you can't trust nobody, especially as a female. I remember when um, well, I went to Mexico to visit our family, and I was probably like. 15, 16. And we had like, like I still had back then the Stockton mentality. 
So when I went over there, I think it was pretty dumb the way I went over there because I had like Nikes on, I had like jeans on, and I had like a white tee on. That's like Stockton shit. So I went to Irapuato, and that's where um, our aunt lives. And I stayed there for a couple of days, and it was me and my cousin, and we were hanging out outside, and we were popping fireworks. And he's like, I know a store where we can get more because we ran out. And he's like, you want to go? And I was like, yeah, let's go. And we started walking. We started walking, and we were on the sidewalk. And as we were walking on the sidewalk, there was probably like eight dudes approaching, right? And he's like, hey, let's jump to the other side of the of the street so that way we don't have to go through them. And I was like, nah, I'm not jumping the street like a dumbass, right? I was like, I'm not jumping the street. I'm walking straight through them. Like, I'm, they don't scare me. And I, I just can't, kept walking. And as soon as I got to these motherfuckers, because these fools were, were what they call like a bandia, right? Which is like a small little clique or a small little gang in Mexico. There was probably like eight of them. As soon as I got to them, these motherfuckers surrounded me. And there was nowhere to go. And I looked back and my cousin wasn't there no more. He was gone. He was gone. He was gone. And I can't blame him because he told me, right? So now I'm in front of these eight dudes. And and you're how old? I was probably like 15, 16. And the guys are, all the majority of the dudes, are they're older or, or what? Yeah, they were like in their 20s, like late 20s. Maybe even early 30s. And uh, when well, when I got to them, they stopped me. And they told me, um, de cual barrio eres? Which is like, well, who are you from? What you claim? Like, And I was like, I'm not from around here. I told them, I don't, like, I'm not from nobody. I told them. And he's like, no, you're from somewhere. He's like, you're some, and their fools were faded. Like, they were hella drunk. And they were probably doing cocaine, too. And he's like, you're from somewhere. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I, and he's like, yeah, you are. And he was like checking me out, whatever. And then he's like, uh, he, they started asking me for five pesos. He's like, give me five pesos. And I was like, I ain't going to give you nothing. And he's like, give me five pesos. And he got like more confrontational and he like stepped towards me. And there was a dude there, one of those eight, who got in between us. He got in between us and he's like... He looked at me and he's like, hey, he told me in Spanish, but he's like, hey, trust me, you don't want this problem. Just give us five pesos and you'll be on your way. It's not worth it. He's telling me. And I was like, no, I'm not going to give you guys nothing. And he kept telling me, like, trust me, like, just give us five pesos. And I was like, no. And when I said no again, there was this fat dude, right? The fat dude who was getting confrontational and grabbed me by my shirt. Like he grabbed me like this and he like tried to tug me towards him. And then I slapped his hand away. And when I slapped his hand away, he tried to come towards me. Right. And the dude, that same dude blocked us. He blocked us again. And everybody was getting closer. And then that's when that guy said, this is my cousin. Leave mm -hmm. him alone. That same guy. He's like, this is my, he wasn't, I wasn't related to him. And he's like, this is my cousin. He's like, leave him alone. And then. Everybody just looked at each other, or whatever, and then they left me alone. They left. And that same fat dude was like, he was like, he's lucky that I don't have my knife on him, not my knife on me. He's like, or I would have stabbed the shit out of him. And these fools were all drunk like crazy. And I just remember thinking, like, 
I'm about to get my ass beat. Like, they're about to fuck me up. I didn't think I'm going to die here. I just thought, like, I'm going to get fucked up here. Because the dude had a 40 in his hand. And there was glass. So he was like, I'm like, he's going to hit me with it. So I'm like, the only thing I can do is, like, I'm going to hit this fat dude as hard as I can. And then it's going to be what it's going to be. Because there's no way I'm winning that. So for that guy to step up for me, I'm like, it just didn't make sense. And it's another thing of where, like, it has to be God, right? Because why would he? And I'm like, it's crazy. And then, well, they let me go, right? And I kept walking. And then after that, we, my, I got together with my cousin again. And he's like, what happened? What happened? Whatever. And I'm like, why did you leave me? He's like, I told you not to go over there. And then he's just like, what were they, what were they asking you? And I was like, they were just asking me for money. He's like, you give it to him? And I was like, no. He's like, why wouldn't you? And I was like, because I'm not going to give him shit. But I was like, that's such a a mistake on my part. Like, I said, uh, there's that pride. Is it pride? Is that what? Or, or like the, because it seemed like, it seemed like if you were thinking Stockton shit, anybody taking anything from you and you giving it up, seemed like you got punked. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how, how I, I was feeling. I was yeah. feeling like if I give anything up, I'm a bitch. But it's because I had a dumbass mentality back then. Like now, probably, but then like, I had like probably like two to 300 pesos on me. He was asking for five, which is probably like not even 25 cents. Uh, right? Five pesos. Maybe at the time, I think. No, the, five pesos, a dollar. Yeah, I, yeah, it might be 25 cents. So it's like, it's dumb. A dollar, like, 25 cents. But yeah. I had an iPhone on me. I had an iPhone on me. I had like 300 pesos. 300 pesos or $300? Pesos. Oh, you didn't have no American money? Not, I don't think so. Not in my mm. pocket. And um, I'm, I, as, as I look back on it now, I was like, if I would have pulled out money, right, they would have seen more than five. And they would have they ran my pockets. Anyways? Yeah, so I would have been fucked. But previously, I think my cousin told me that they had killed somebody like two weeks ago before I got there over some shoes because they liked his shoes. Now, I'm not, I don't think it was the same people, but um, yeah, they, they killed somebody over there. And you had clean ass Nikes on? Fresh boys. I had fresh boys on. But one of the dudes in the, in the, in the clique, whatever, I had seen them earlier in the day when I went to the store. I went to the store and over there in Mexico, you just buy shit out the window. You just give them money. You tell them what you want. And when I got there, he was already there. And now I think he was buying like cigarettes or something. And he seen me and I seen him and it was no problem. Right? It was normal. And then when I seen him later on, he was being tough guy. But he was he probably was, already drunk too. And he, oh, he wasn't one of the, he wasn't the guy, the same guy that, that jumped in. Or, I mean, they stepped in and said... No, it wasn't him. That was a different guy? Yeah, that dude was just, like, right there. He was one of the dudes who circled me. You know, but I didn't have words with him or nothing. He was just, um... He was just in the in the circle. Yeah, I, I whenever... That's one thing about traveling. Because we're accustomed to the U.S. Uh, there's We're accustomed to... Um, where... It, the, it seems like right there where you're at, the police officers, he said, how long does it take for them to come if something happened? Well, we were in Irapuato, so that that's probably, we were right there. So police would probably show up in 20 minutes, mm. 15 minutes. But uh, 
what you're talking about is our our grandma's house, which is like an hour away. Like if you, something happens to you, good luck. You're gonna have to rely on the people there to help you, to to save you, because you're not getting to a hospital. You're either gonna die or they're gonna get you in. Uh, what do they call it? Like healthy enough to where you, they're gonna make you stable. And they might even be like, we'll go to the hospital tomorrow. Like, depending on how shit is. And what time it right? is. But yeah, because... And whether somebody can give you a ride, because not a lot of people own cars or whatever. Yeah, because not somebody. everybody has a car. Yeah. So it's like, I'm pretty sure if something happens, you're going to rely on the on the, in the town or the little whatever to help yeah. you out. That's, that's so... Yeah, uh, when it comes to traveling, going to other countries... Uh, um, you need to be aware of where you're going, the laws, and proper etiquette because some shit here might it, you that you think might not be uh, disrespectful might be crazy disrespectful in other countries, and the 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 justice system is different. You can't rely on the thing. You, you even the police. Yeah, you're not like a lot of people assume that the police are like American police. No, they're not. They they'll fuck you up themselves. Like, um, my cousin told me that if you have weed on you, they'll just take it away from you and beat your ass. Because, And I'm like, what? They don't take you to jail? He's like, no. Because they, they don't want to work, do all that work. They don't want to drive you an hour away. And then they still have to come back to do their sweep. Because they're doing the sweep. Right? Where they just cruise around through the... Because it's, like it's like in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, it's, it's almost like, it's all desert. So it's almost like, what do you would call that? Like, it's not a town, right? Or what do you call that? A uh, damn near village? Yeah, like a village. That's, that's what it is. And there's a, it's been growing, but there's like certain villages over there. So the police come and make rounds, like, probably like, I don't know, maybe like less than once a month. Probably like once every two to three months. Yeah. And they'll go over there, and if they just catch you with drugs, they'll just take it away, beat your ass, warn your ass again, and then they'll just leave. Because they don't want to book you and take you all the way back and have to deal with your ass. So the way that, but if you're from America and you don't know, huh? like, this, the police is corrupt over there. So you can just, you can be drinking, no problem. My uncle was drinking. Uh, when we were over there, he he was drinking, and he's just like, um, he's like, um, you want to go get a beer, or whatever. And I was probably like, at that time, I was already in my twenties, I think. Sorry, in my twenties, and I was like, yeah, I was like, because he's like, it would mean a lot to me if he drank a beer with me. Why I don't know, but I'm like, he was already drinking. Yeah, he drinks all the time. Oh, maybe he thought you can get a free beer. Maybe, but um. <laughs> He told me, and I was like, all right. And then I was like, let's go to the... In Mexico, there's like beer spots where like beer, little beer stores. And you just pull up, and it's like... To a house? No, it's it not a house. Store? It's a building. But it's not really like a store. Like, you can walk in, but it's it's probably... Maybe like enough room is this table to walk in. And there's uh, the counter, and the dude says, what you want? And you just tell him, I it's want... Strictly beer? Yeah, strictly beer. And you just tell him, I want Modelo's, whatever. He's like, all right. You know, charge cold? you. Cold? Cold. That's how you give it to you. So he's like, um, what do you drink? Because he was, I don't even remember what he was drinking. Now it's like, I like Modelo, I like Corona and stuff like that. 
So then he's like, I don't really drink. I don't really drink that. He's like, but I'll drink you with you because, well, I was going to pay for it. So when we got there, I paid for it. And they don't ask you, like, how old you are. None of that shit. You got the money? Because my cousin went and he wasn't even, I think he was like, I don't know, 18, not even 18. And I just gave him the money. And he's like, what do you want? And I was like, Modelo, whatever. He's like, all right. He hopped out, got it, and then came back. And then uh, he's like, uh, Let's, you want to, my cousin, he's like, you want to crack one? And I was like, I don't give a fuck, grab one. So we all got one. We were drinking. In the car? In the car. And then I'm like, um, there's no problem with drinking in the car because I already knew it was corrupt. You know? So I was like, I asked my, I asked my uncle, I was like, hey, there's no problem. He's like, no. He's like, if a cop stop, pulls you over, you slide him a couple, you know, some pesos, and you're straight. They'll be on your way. So he's like, I'm like, you have a license? He's like, no. <laughs> hey, I'm like, what? You don't have a license? He's like, you don't need one over here. You just drive. Nobody gives a fuck. So it's like, if you have a car, you can just drive. You never, you're not required. Like, I wonder, it has to be required. I'm pretty sure it's required in certain yeah. areas, right? But it's even required there. But it's such a, like, small town, probably. People don't give a fuck. And, they, they and then and the, then the police where, is like, give me money, bitch. And where the fuck do you got to go to get a license? You had to go in town. Yeah, it's like an hour away? Probably. Maybe even more. Just so, like, the local fucking DMV or Secretary of State, whatever. You had to go in town. Probably, like, three, four, five hours away. Oh, yeah, and people are just like, fuck it. People yeah. are just driving. And you know what's crazy over there? Because every time I went pla- I went places, um, I always went with my cousin. Or I always went with somebody. Because they always say, like, go with somebody so you're not, like, uh, you don't stand out. Like, you're going to stand out regardless. Like, people are going to know you're American. But when you're with one of us, then they know they're all, he's with them. Because they're locals. So, like, there's less likely for somebody to try to fuck with you if they're going to fuck with you. But from what I'm told, people can't fuck with you. Now, I don't know how true that is. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because there's consequences to fucking with an American, from what I've heard. Not only American, just visitors in general. Like, it, it's very strict as far as, like, what you can and cannot do. And the people who are enforcing that is not the police. It's the cartels. So my cousin told me that if somebody came and did something to me, like for no reason, that the cartel would go over there and handle them. And it's not because they give a fuck about me. It's just because they, in this area, it's their area and they want peace. He's like, they don't like no bullshit here. This is, they live here. They don't want to be dealing with crime in the, where they live. So when some shit happens, they demand justice. They go over there. And it's said that if you steal from an American or you make uh, an American's visit unpleasant, that they cut your hand off because you're fucking with their business. Because the cartel owns most of the businesses. And when Americans come over, they spend money. And they who gets the money? The cartels. So that's why they, they don't want Americans to be in fear when they come. That makes sense. Because you want the people who got money are they come spend money are going to be the Americans. And if they they become fearful to go to Mexico, uh, their income goes down. Yeah, like if the cartel ain't going to fuck with you. There's no need to. There's huh? no need to fuck with you. Like unless they see you as a threat. 
there's some type of way. Like you're oh, doing you're, something you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. You're in an area you're not supposed to be at. And you're being disrespectful. Huh? And, or like you're being disrespectful. disrespectful. Um, where we were at, I remember like everybody has busted trucks. They have like, you know, not good cars. They have trouble with their cars, you know, different type of tires and stuff like that. Um, so things stand out. When we went into, into the city like an hour away, and it's not even really a city. It's like a little town. When we were in there and we went to go eat and stuff like that, there was this dude who I remember who had a, he had a truck and it was clean. Like, I don't know, at that time, it was probably like, maybe like a couple of years old. I don't know. It was probably like, maybe not the year, but it stood out like a motherfucker because there's no cars like that. And it was getting, it was getting washed. It was getting washed. And there was a dude standing there, and it was a Mexican, of course, right? And he was all dressed up nice. Like in a suit? No, he had, like, Mexican attire. Like, he had oh, boots, oh. he had his belt, and he, he like, it kind of looked mafioso shit. But, like, he, he, he was just chilling there, getting waiting for his car to get washed. But you could tell, because in that area, nobody's like that. So you know, like, this fool's on, on something. What? I don't know. Is he cartel? I don't know. But I would assume he is. But people say that nothing goes down there because it's small towns, like small villages. Nothing goes down there that the cartel doesn't know about. So even when we visit there, they tell them, hey, they're coming. But I think like... Just to give them a heads up. Give them a heads up. Because the person who lives in front of our grandma's house is a cartel member. Um... I don't know if he's a cartel member, but he's the son of a cartel member. So, and you could tell by his house. He got a nice house? He got a nicer house than everybody else. Mm. He got concrete down, you know? But I just, it's different. It's different in Mexico. A lot of things are different. So you, if you go to, I just think if you go to a different country, you just have to be aware. That's why I don't really like going to other countries. Like, without somebody there, like, hey, tell me. Because I like to be on guard at all times. It seems you're vulnerable. If you feel vulnerable going to a different country because everybody, it seems like you're, you, not only do you stand out, but if you go to a country like that's poor, right? People are more, it seems like, I wouldn't say prone to, 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 to do something, but it's like if there is someone that like that, they're going to target you, obviously, because not only do you stand out, but they're going to think, and assume that you have money. Yeah. And just like when you, like when it comes to cartels, like especially when you live in these like villages and like places like that, a lot of people have stories about them because they come across them a lot. Um, even where like we come from, there's like a certain like what they call like a ranch, which is like a certain like area where a lot of us come from. Like not us, like me and you, I mean our parents. Our parents come from there. and Everybody recognizes and acknowledges that place, like, because they always say, Yup, we're from the same ranch or like same area. Like, yeah, I know your dad, I know this, I know this. And my dad said he, he came across cartel members and straight gangsters back then. And uh, I don't know if, if he was related or somehow, but he, my dad said there was always a dude who was with the shits. And he's like, My dad's like, I remember because I was like in my 20s, I was in my early, like, I was a teen slash in my early 20s. 
And he's like, he that guy always was drinking and he always had a gun on him. And he he's like, and he would always say, um, I'll shoot it out with any motherfucker at any moment. I'll I'll shoot it out with anybody. And he knew my dad's grandpa. So he knew my dad. He knew his dad. He knew everything. And he he would come around and stuff like that. And I remember my dad told me one time, uh, my dad told me that one time that dude came around and he's like, um, he told my dad, because my dad's dad, he has uh cows. You know, he has cows and shit. He has chickens. He has stuff like that. So he can sell them. And he, he he sells them for money or whatever. He raises them and whatever. He sells them. And I remember my dad told me that. That guy told him. I, I don't know if he's been drinking, but he told my dad that, hey, if I want, he told my dad, hey, if I want, I'll take all your cows. And not only will I take them, but you will load them up for me. And my dad, I told my dad, what'd you tell him? And he's like, I didn't tell him anything. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk to this dude like that because this fool's crazy. And like, who cares? When people say shit, he's just like, let him say shit. But whether it's going to happen or not, it's different. So he's like, he's seen that my dad didn't say nothing. And he just told my dad, but don't worry, that's never going to happen. But then why say shit, huh? Yeah. But it just seems like some people, when they have some sort of power, they just feel higher, huh? Yeah, they feel like big boy shit. So they feel like they can throw it out. Because they feel like nobody's going to say shit. And my dad said, he's like, like, I didn't tell him nothing. My dad said, I didn't tell him nothing. But there's no way I was going to load him up for him without a fight. But I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to start shit. You know, but he's like, but there's no way I was just going to allow that. But I didn't say nothing. And my dad said that that fool got smoked. He got smoked um, by some other cartel in the car members in the truck. Yeah. He said that he got it bad. Like, um, they pulled up on him. They pulled up on him. Like he was on a truck. He was in a truck, and like people pulled up from the back and the front. And I don't know if it was like at an angle, but they said people pulled up and started shooting r- like right at him through like the windshield. And, and they just, just unloaded on his. Yeah, ass? they unloaded on him. People were shooting at him from the back and the front. I don't know if they hopped on the back of the bed. I don't know. I don't remember what my dad said, but he said that. He got it bad. Like they, they, they did him bad, and uh, yeah, there's just there's stories of of shit that has happened, and it seems like a lot of people get away with shit over there. Hey, well, this was back in the day too. This was back in the day. So, like the the whatever those villages, the progression that they're like currently at, you know, forty years ago, it, it shit was nothing. Like people, I'm sure people killed a shit ton of people and just buried them. Nobody just nobody just disappeared. Huh? They they just disappeared and it was whatever. Um, that guy, I remember my my dad telling me about that dude as well, and, and he said that when he was in prison, uh, his my dad's grandpa, I think it was his my dad's grandpa, um, yeah, helped feed his, his family while he was in prison. And yeah, it was something like that. And that's why he always had respect for my dad's family because they helped his family when he was in jail. Um, so, but it just, I don't, I remember um, my dad telling me about that guy and him getting killed. But when you, when you, when you live that type of life, it's over for you. Eventually. It's like, yeah, it seemed like it's eventually. Like if you somehow get out, like you've seen those videos of those mobsters. I forgot what his name was, but 
there's a few mobsters that uh they're still alive and they get interviewed like and, Sammy the Bull. And I'm like Sammy the Bull and Michael French Franceschi. I think that I think Michael that's his dude, name. That Michael dude, I, I heard him talking and and they they did a lot of crazy shit back in the day, but and they they just they're lucky because not a lot of people get out of that life. And um, so either they, they got lucky, they played their cards right or, or whatever. But when you live that life of, of that gang or just mob shit, or you live by the gun, die by the gun type shit, it's just, that's just what it is. I think a lot of people know too. I mean, I said he knew like my mom too. Like they've encountered a lot of people who were with the cartels. It was just like, they, that's, that's normal. That's just how it goes. And there's multiple stories that my dad said. Like, that's why I said, like, one day we'll have him on. And he could say, he would probably be in Spanish, but he can tell you a bunch of shit. And it'd be hella, it'd be way better, huh? Yeah, because he'll tell you in detail exactly what happened. And in Spanish, when you hear it in Spanish, I guess for the people who would be able to understand it, you can, you feel, huh? You could feel it just hits different when he says it. Yeah, there was, there was some, another story, like, Cause my dad be telling me stories and then like he, he like he hasn't told me them until like recently. And I don't know if that's because it's like brutal or stuff or I don't know. Or, like maybe we just never got around to it. But he told me that um he knew a guy, he bumped into a guy because of his uncle. He met him for some type of work or something like that. He met him and um and he said the dude was super nice to me, right? He's like, um, he, he's like, my dad's uncle left. He's like, I'll be back. And he left him with him at his house. And he's like, my dad's like, all right, it's cool. Because my dad's like, it's just another person, right? And he's like, the guy was super nice to me because um, I think they were together for for part of the day. And when they got to the store, like the dude had got whatever he got. Like he got beer and he got, some, I don't know, maybe some chips. I don't know what he got. And my dad paid for it. And the guy's like, uh, you sure? And my dad's like, yeah, I got it. Don't, like, don't worry about it. And he's like, oh, he's like, nice. Appreciate it. Thank you. And then after that, my dad's uncle dropped him off at his house. And he's like, I'll be back for you. And my dad's like, all right. And my dad's like, that guy was super nice to me. And right away when we got there, he told his wife, hey, like we have company. Make us some food. And he's my dad said, he fed me and everything. You know, And then he started telling me like, he he was a, a former cartel member. And uh he he was my dad's like, I didn't know anything. And he, he's like, all his sons are tied in it, are tied in that life. And he's like, um he's like, is it for him, he's like, he left that shit when his brother died. And he said that he told my dad the story of when his brother died. And he said, I don't remember exactly everything, but I remember him saying that they were together. And all of a sudden, a truck pulled up, like two trucks pulled up. And as soon as they pulled up, right, they started shooting at them. And he's like, he's like, as soon as they started shooting, my brother dropped. And he's like, and he, he hit the ground. And he's like, and I'm like, what the fuck's happening, right? And he's like, I looked at my brother and he was shot the fuck up. And he was still, he was still conscious. And he's like, ya me fregaron. He's like, I'm fucked. That's what his brother said? That's what his brother said. Because he was still conscious. And he's like, run. Save yourself. And this fool's like, when I saw my brother, 
He's like, I picked up my gun. And he said, I started shooting that motherfucker back. And he's like, I dropped one. He's like, I dropped one. And he's like, he's, he's like, I started shooting. I dropped one. I look back at my brother and like, he's like, I don't know what to do. Right. Like, and he's like, so I just left. I just left him there. And he's like, that feeling of just like, he never, he never went back to get him. He just left him there. And he's like, but he's like, my, but my brother told me like, run. He's like, I'm already fucked. He's like, save yourself. And he's like, but I did drop one. But he said, he said that he just took off running and they chased him for a bit, but he ended up surviving. And he said, after that, he said, I was like, nah, I'm done with this shit. And he moved and he moved away from the city. And now he lives like in a quiet place and he just minds his business. He's, he's, this happened he's, years ago, like 20 years ago. So he's just living his life now, chilling. And his, but his kids are still tied into it? I think he said his kids are still tied into it. He said he don't really talk to them a lot, I think. But he said his kids are still with it. But he's like that. And I can only imagine, right? That street shit as it gets. That, that shit, that's, that, that's probably one of the worst ways to see a family member go on. Especially your brother. And Just, then he's like, I had to leave him there. That's rough, right? To because it'd be hard to just leave your brother. Just leave him there. It's almost be like, nah, I'm shooting it out until I die here yeah. too. But it just doesn't make sense too. I guess it depends on whether or not people depend on you. Like if there's other people relying on you. Right? Because if you have But no even kids, then you get away. You live to fight another day and you plan and you come back. If you know who they are. But you have to know who they are. Huh? Yeah. And then, it's, and then it's idea. war, huh? And then it's hella crazy war till everyone dies. Everyone. Until you die, everyone dies. But the whole world dies. It's just crazy because even when, even though the story is being told through my dad, which is not a third party, which is a third party, right? I still feel that. Like, damn. He's, he's good as far as capturing it, the story good enough so that you, it, the, it, it transfers over no, to you. No, because you're just, you're just picturing it. He's like, because he, they were just chilling. They were just chilling. And he said, all of a sudden, the truck pulled up and started shooting. And he said, my brother dropped immediately. He's like, he dropped. And he and he and I just imagined, because he said, I looked at my brother. And my brother just said, they fought, I'm fucked. They got me. Like, you run. And my dad said that. Um, he confirmed that story. And he's like, that dude wasn't lying because I talked to other people and they told me, yeah, that's true. And there's multiple stories that he's heard about. And so it's just crazy. It's just crazy how people live like that. And I think the cartel shit is crazy because it goes further than just shootings. It's dismemberment. So, you know, there's lots of stories where like people fucking kill their, kill that person's dad. I mean, there was a story where they, they killed this dude's dad and they cut his head and they threw it in his front yard. It's for his kid to see. Just because of he what? He did something. I don't wrong. remember what he did, but I remember my dad telling me that too. And just crazy to see your dad's head huh, in your front yard. Yeah. Yes, life is crazy in general, but is there anything else you want to talk about? 
You wouldn't sell. You wouldn't sell any of your organs after death. No, right now. No. You wouldn't sell anything of my body. No. Like if somebody I love would, myself too much. But like something that grows back. What the fuck grows back? There's nothing that grows back. Mm, your hair. Oh. Like your hair, your nails. Well, shit like that then. Uh, like I mean, your skin. If somebody's like, let me take some of your skin. My skin. Yeah. My skin doesn't come back. It just gets like a... Sh- it just has like a... Well, let's say they just wanted the dead skin. So you had to like... They like... They like had a cheese grater. They just cheese grate your ass real quick. Get a, a few skin. I would only do shit like that if it was going to somebody who didn't have it. It was, but it like, was... like I would get my hair, I would cut my hair, even if I was growing it. If somehow, some way, a girl or a dude who can't grow hair or has cancer or something like that, I would give him my hair. Stuff like that. If he's like, we can make a wig out of it, and he's like, I like your hair, I would want it. I oh, would, it, it, I would really appreciate it, type shit. Yeah, I would give it to him. Um, but if just for money. Nah, I don't even like like donating blood. It seems like a hassle. You be paying good though. Yeah, but I just what? don't trust people. I just don't. I don't like the fact that like putting people putting needles in me, uh, uh, just for fifty bucks or whatever. It's just not worth. It's, it. it's the only a, reason I would do it is if it's for my own benefit, as far as health. Or I understand they're like, yeah, shit saves lives. Like I would do it if it was the person was in front of me. Oh, like if they're like, this guy needs your blood type shit. Yeah, like, like we're in the hospital. And the dude's like, anybody type B, which this guy's going to die. And I'd be like, uh, if I'm, I don't even know what blood type I am. But if that was me, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll give it to him. There's some people who are like, who have uh, O positive or some shit. So there's a specific blood type that is accepted. It's rare. It's like, it's not common. Um, and... It, it, it's, accepted. it's like type O or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and everybody, it's every everybody. person's it's hella, body yeah. accepts. It's, it's, that's why it's hella expensive. Yeah, and but if but, you have that blood, then you're hella valuable. And but, it's dangerous. Somebody want to suck that shit out of you. <laughs> False. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's crazy. It's crazy that the like even there's different blood types, huh? You think blood? You think blood would be blood? But and then it's it's, it's weird how the body accepts. Other people's organs, huh? It it doesn't, it doesn't all always. the time, but so it's crazy it that it's to. even willing to. Some some bodies are like, yeah, fuck with it. Yeah, some some are like, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> and and you just fucking it doesn't accept it. It it's it's tight. It's tight. But it's crazy that because when you think of us, right, we have control over everything. At least we try to think of, but we don't have control over our bodies. Our body's controlling itself and keeping itself alive. What's doing that? I know what controls that. That's what I'm saying because you're not controlling it; it just does it. But you would think you think that if you can unlock full mind power as far as brain, you have full access, full reign, full control. Does your brain control every cell, or is the cells like the cells control themselves? I don't know, but I heard a crazy thing about. I think a woman said, "Your body is." Um, can heal itself from anything, even cancer. Like, well, that's a huge statement, right? But she said, you just have to allow it and give it what it needs. 
Now, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it just seems she said everything. There's nothing that you can get that your body won't fight. Your body will fight everything. And it's just crazy because you don't have no control over your body. Your body does whatever it wants to do. The thing, whatever it needs. Yeah, we feel we are in control when we're not. Yeah. Because we just, because we can move it, we can move it. And so we can tell it to jump. Yeah. And it jumps. But when it comes to like getting sick, she'll fight it on its own. It's tight though. It's crazy. And I think everything's curable. Everything in the world is curable. It's just that you got to find the right combination of fucking yeah, shit and huh? because like involved in you look at some of these uh, animals in the ocean that can re, re uh grow organs or limbs and they can re- just heal like that you lose an arm they lose the leg an organ they'll just regrow it and so it's technically it's possible but the science ain't there yet but i feel like one day it will be and that will be tight. That's going to be crazy. To end it off, I'm going to tell this story that I never told, but we used to live in a ranch and my dad used to work for farmers. And the farmer and his wife, they couldn't have babies. So my mom, when she was pregnant, the farmer told her, hey, I'll buy the baby off of you, Right. And, like, I think he just mentioned it. He just mentioned it and stuff like that. Because he's, like, uh, he's like he had, a, he had a daughter, but he didn't have a male. He said he wanted to have a, a boy. Because he's, like, I want my ranch to continue, and I needed to go to a male. So, when I, it was me. That baby was me. And when I was born, that farmer pulled up to see me, right? Because he's like, oh, I guess they were considered friends, right? So he pulled up to the hospital and he seen me and he's like, yep, uh, I want that boy. And he told my mom, he told my mom because he had money. He had money and he told my mom, name a price and I'll give him to you. I'll give it to you. So he said, name a price and I'll give it, I'll give it to you for the baby. He's like, I just want to be, and he explained the whole thing again. And my mom didn't do it. So question to the world, huh? If somebody offered you, I don't know, if they said name a price, that means, and he had money. Because he said, he said, you can always have another one. Yeah, he said, you could always have another one. And you have He said, he's going to be taken care of. And he said, he said, the only thing is, if we go through with this, you can't let that kid know that he's yours ever. He said, you can't come up to him and talk to him. Like you can talk to him and stuff like that, but you can't like let him know the truth. He's going to be mine. Like from, from here on out. Yeah. He said he, they would have paperwork so that all rights would be transferred over to them. But and can you do that? That's what he said. Is that legal? I that it, there's gotta be some type of adoption. Mom would have to give them up legally and then he would have to accept them. I don't know. I have no idea how the the paperwork or uh, to how to lawfully go about transfer that. a child over custody wise and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. But, so questions to the world, right? Will you sell your kid for a million or two million, three million, four million, five million dollars? And it's crazy because the only one really attached who has it's like some, the mother. The mother. Huh? I would I would feel like the mother's the only one because she carried him in her stomach for that long. 
for nine months. So I think she would have the attachment, the bond. So it'd be more difficult for her as far as like for the male, it might be like, yeah, sell that boy. Two male? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think everybody's like that. I wouldn't sell my kid. I'd sell him. <laughs> you would sell him? So How two much? Mil? Two mil? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Nah, my kid. Depending if it's a boy. If it's a boy, he it's because it's my genes. Yeah, I will, I will hold him. Uh, he got it. He's expensive. Luxury. That's sexist. That's luxury. Well, just because you're gonna put him to work, you're more than likely gonna put him to work. So a male is more valuable than a woman. I would think so. If you're gonna yeah. put him to work, I would, just look. Just look at the slavery. Look at slavery. Uh, they always, they always, you know how they were like strong, huh? This guy's strong, or strong back, because they would put him to work. So a lot of times, I feel like males would be more expensive than females, because you're gonna make, gonna make you money. So if I'm selling my boy, that's my first boy too. Well, you're the second boy. Yeah, but still though, still boy. I know yeah, Rafa. but I remember mom telling me that like you don't even know like. You could have had a whole different life. You could have had money right now. And maybe I did you a disservice by keeping you with us because you would have been living a better life. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then the question arises of like, would you want to know your real parents? Because I told my mom, I would have found out eventually. Now, I wouldn't seek my parents because I was like, they obviously didn't care about me enough to keep me. So I wouldn't really seek my parents. But I said I would seek my brothers and my sisters if I found out I had some. Because I would have found out. I would have put two and two together. I would have been like this. What's up with this? And it all depends on whether you're still the same person. And you can't manipulate me forever, though. You think so? You think you you can raise a kid? Do you think you could raise a Mexican or a black kid in a white household and make him believe that he's yours forever? Well, I understand it, as a kid, yeah. I think it depends because as a baby, it looks, looks like a white kid. Like a baby? You're white. Yeah, but that's... But you would have darkened eventually. I would have darkened, yeah. <laughs> you would have darkened eventually, and then you would have had... You, you, yeah. But I would have been able to distinguish a lot of stuff from looking at my so-called dad. Right. Yeah. But he, he could have just sold you as far as like, oh, you were adopted. Which why in reality you you would have been if he wouldn't have been lying and then yeah but then questions would arise like okay who's my parents then and if he said I guess it depends on how, how the the trust level with him because if he said oh yeah we never met him and you believed in him a hundred percent like he would never lie to me type shit you would have never questioned it and then that then maybe that would would have would I would have questioned it eventually though I would have said can I see the paperwork or can I see anything on Alexa that can be fun Shut the fuck Shut up, up Alexa. Alexa. What the hell? <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> they did shut up. Watch, that motherfucker's gonna be like, we're the third boy. I think that shit, that's why I don't keep that shit in my room. I keep this shit down here. I don't, I don't put that shit in my room because I don't like the fact that I remember I had like a a Google Home, like I had it, like it wasn't mine's. I just had it. I, I don't know where I got it. I think I bought it on the yard sale or something, and I had it in my room because it looked like a speaker. So I, when I bought it, I was like, "Oh, it's a speaker," but it was actually a Google Home. And I connected it. I was charging it, and I was just watching YouTube in my room. 
And then the shit started talking to me, like not talking to me, but it was like, would you like to know this, this, and this, and this about this, this, this? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just on some shit like that. And I was like, oh, this bitch is listening to me nonstop. I unplugged that shit. And I got rid of it. Broke it. Sold so, it. Mm. Thank you for listening to the AB podcast. You can follow us in the links below. All our social medias are linked there. If you want to buy some merch, the merch that we're usually wearing in the podcast, you can buy it as well. The link will be below.